Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Exploring Faith, the podcast series from the Salvation Army in Morley. If you want to hear more from us, all of our services are streamed live at 10.15 every Sunday on both Facebook and YouTube. Just search Morley Salvation Army. Well, the roller coaster ride. I wonder if anybody this week has been and experienced the thrill of the roller coaster ride since lockdown has been lifted a little and I believe the theme parks are open again. I was tempted to take my own camera and sit at the front of a roller coaster this week, but fortunately, life was a bit too busy. So um, YouTube came to the rescue. But why am I showing you a clip of a roller coaster ride this morning? Well, I'm guessing that the disciples, by the time of the encounter that Lorna read to us in Luke this morning, by the time that encounter had happened, I'm, I'm guessing that the disciples felt as if they had been on a roller coaster and their heads were spinning. They weren't really sure what was going on and they were frazzled, perhaps mentally, emotionally and physically with all that they had experienced in the days that they just lived through. So let me just give some context to the situation before we look at our key verse for this morning. The disciples and the women at the tomb um, and the others that had gathered with them, they'd experienced shock and they'd experienced grief at Jesus' death. Confusion and disbelief at the disappearance of his body. And in our passage this morning, they felt excitement, astonishment maybe, joy, doubt, fear, and perhaps even more confusion as they processed in their minds all that had gone on. Then, after they'd eaten, Jesus opened their minds, we're told, so that they could understand the scriptures. And with their minds open during this post-resurrection appearance of Jesus, when he reminds them of all that he had told them in the time leading up to his crucifixion, I imagine with the opening of their minds, the 11 and the others, as Luke refers to them, start to feel as if their feet are back on some sort of firm ground. Their heads are beginning to stop spinning, having been on this roller coaster of emotion in the days before. We picked up the reading this morning after the encounter with Jesus on the road to Emmaus, where the two that were walking there recognised Jesus as he broke the bread. They had asked Jesus to stay with them as it was almost evening and the day was almost over. During this time, Jesus broke the bread and we are told the disciples' eyes were opened and they recognised him. And then Jesus disappeared from their sight. Scripture tells us that they were seven miles from Jerusalem. They had asked Jesus to stay with them as the day was almost over. But Jesus, who they were now sure it was, had disappeared and they could not contain themselves any longer. The elation, the joy, the excitement they felt at this point meant that they, according to the New Living Translation, within the hour were making their way back the seven miles to Jerusalem to those that were gathered there. Just picture that scene for a moment. It's nightfall. There are no street lamps. The road back to Emmaus is hardly what we would call a road. 
The journey is approximately seven miles, probably in those conditions around two to three hours walking back to Jerusalem. Good old Google Maps tells me that Headingley Cricket Ground is, a, is around seven miles from where I'm stood just now. I've got to be honest and say, I'm not sure that I would want to walk to Headingley at nightfall with no street lamps for a couple of hours, even with the best of news that Clearpass and the other unidentified traveller have to share. But they didn't waste a minute as the adrenaline of the roller coaster ride kicked in again and they couldn't wait to get back to the others and to tell them of their encounter with the risen Lord. As they were gathered with the others and they were still talking with the uh, no doubt trying to make sense of the roller coaster journey that they'd been on since the triumphant arrival in Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. Jesus came and he stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. Now, sometimes we rush, I think, through scripture and we try to look at our whole passage and its meaning and application. And we don't spend time with some of the familiar phrases or words that we've heard many times before, that perhaps if we spent a moment lingering there, we could learn something from. But this morning, I just want us to pause on the phrase that Jesus spoke. Peace be with you. To, to have our minds opened to what that meant for the disciples at that time and what it means for us here on April the 18th at three minutes to 11, at the end of the first week of our second stage of the third lockdown release in our roller coaster of a journey that we've been through in the last few months. So let's take a look. Jesus knows what a roller coaster of emotions that the disciples have been on. And the first word he speaks to his disciples is peace. And Philip Ryken in his commentary says, mainly he spoke this word to let them know that they need not be afraid. Jesus was among his disciples with as much loving grace as ever. And this is evident from the gift he offered, the gift of peace. However, some would see this as little more than a polite or friendly greeting. It is true that the giving of peace is a conventional greeting in the Middle East. And to this day, Arabs greet each other with the word salam, whilst Jews say shalom, the Hebrew word for peace. But when the risen Christ says to you, peace be with you, he is doing something more than just a polite hello. He is bringing, he is giving the very peace of God. As J.C. Ryle has written in his expository thoughts on the Gospels, 
I am unable to regard this expression as being nothing more than the ordinary salutation of courtesy. It seems to J.C. Ryle to be full of deep and comfortable truth. The peace of God is a deep and comfortable truth and it is a peace that is deep and comfortable, that is available for everyone. For the disciples, the word peace meant that the man that was among them really was Jesus. And they may have recalled that he offered them peace when he said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you in the days before his arrest, trial and suffering. I invite you just where you are now to pause again and to receive through music that deep peace that Jesus gave to his disciples.